Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're planning a meeting, conference, or special event in Missoula, consider the Wingate by Wyndham. Our event space is comfortable and flexible. Whether you need an intimate boardroom meeting or a conference war 100, Missoula's Wingate is the perfect fit. Our audio-visual equipment, upgraded internet, and flexible food and beverage policies allow you to put on an impressive show without breaking the bank. Call us at Missoula's Wingate, where we make you feel at home when you're not. Coulter, the Montana Grizzlies, went into a game last night, and these are the types of games that Montana has rarely lost in uh, the you know the, the, the tenure of Travis DeCure. And those are games, A, where they have already sustained a loss to the team they're playing a second time, and B, when they're playing in a game where they, are, they, they, they know that this is a game they quote-unquote have to get need to get to hang a banner to win a to win a championship or at least to stay in the hunt to win a championship to control their destiny and they were outplayed by and large by the northern colorado bears last night northern colorado uh ends up winning this game 71 64 they went on a 13-2 run did unc uh that ended at about the 230 mark of the second half and they were up at that moment 16 points and dahlberg arena which you never see was filing out. The fans were walking out of the building with two and a half minutes to go. Now, the ones that left missed what was a, a, an exciting last two and a half minutes. The Grizzlies went on an 8 nothing run over the next about 70, 80 seconds of that game, closed the gap to eight, and they had a three-pointer Coulter by Derek Carter Hollinger, which was a very good look for DCH last night, that if he makes it, it's a three-point basketball game. Didn't go, and... Ultimately, they had to foul. Northern Colorado made some free throws, but they they, they end up winning by seven. But this is a game that could have been, well, 16. And Montana put a scare into UNC to try and climb back into this one. But at the end of the day, Northern Colorado handled their business in a hostile environment, over 4,800 fans in attendance last night. And they were, they were ready to go. I thought it was a good, a good crowd. I thought it was a good energy at Dahlberg last night. And Montana, I thought, was ready to go and were basically – uh, uh, 
outplayed, especially defensively, in a lot of ways by Northern Colorado. Said Pridget got his. He got 26 points last night, led all scores. But Kendall Manuel, who had 30 the first game against UNC, had a bucket, had two points last night for the Grizzlies, and was it wasn't just missing. He he was not allowed and able to get shots off. Clearly, that was a major, major point of emphasis by Jeff Lindor last night coming into that game, and it paid off in Northern Colorado. Give them credit. They swept the series against the Grizzlies, and now uh, they Eastern Washington is actually on top of everybody by a game at 15-4. and four. Clinched a share of, at least a share of the title. Montana and uh, uh, Northern Colorado are both a game behind at 14-5. and five. So Eastern Washington, they control their destiny. If they win, they are the... Uh, they are the regular season champions, and they're not sharing it. If they lose and Northern Colorado wins, it will be Northern Colorado's because they hold the tiebreak against Montana no matter what Montana does. The Grizzlies, they need them both to lose and have to win, obviously, tomorrow against Southern Utah in order to clinch a share. Or to, I mean, they, they would win it. They would be the regular season champions in that scenario, but that's the only scenario now that they would be. It was an interesting night last night in Dahlberg Arena. I thought it was the first time that the uh, Grizz have looked – really tight all year. I shouldn't say that. Tight this year since 2020 rolled around. Grizz look tight often early, but they've been playing pretty loose for most of this season. Even when they played at Portland State, they just looked kind of listless at Portland State, but not necessarily tight. They looked tight. You could tell they were kind of feeling the pressure. I think part of that is they are used to whoever's playing in Dahlberg Arena, being on their heels, being yeah. a little bit scared. Or I shouldn't say scared, but intimidated. Northern Colorado is not intimidated. Montana coming into last night had won 39 out of their last 42 games at home. After last night, it's still 39 out of 43, 39 and 4 over the last three years. But two of those losses are in Northern Colorado. Can you name the other two? At home? At home over the last three years. Sac State? Nope. Portland State. Portland State? In the overtime, when Boo Boo Woods scored 29, it was the first conference loss of last season. And then what's the fourth home loss for the Grizz? Southern Utah? Montana Tech. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But North Colorado won in Missoula two years in a row. Mm-hmm. And that's the second time in four years that Northern Colorado has spoiled Montana hanging a banner, mm-hmm. a regular season banner. So... I, first of all, we were talking about this at lunch. I think Jeff Linder deserves a ton of credit. He has a very well-constructed team. I think when you look at the numbers, if you just looked at the box here, you say, okay, Saeed Pridget had 26 points, even though the Grizz lost. He outplayed Jonah Radabaugh because Jonah Radabaugh was guarding him, and Jonah Radabaugh scored 21 points. Yeah. Not the case. Jonah Radabaugh, what does Saeed Pridget do so well? Besides, I mean, he, he facilitates so well. He feels the game so well. He scores at a high level. So everything is but the But, but he, it's when he scores that has set him apart this year. It's not just the 24 points sometimes. It's when he goes and gets four buckets in a row mm-hmm. to put the cats on their heels like he did in Bozeman. It's when he takes over the game at the perfect time. When he takes over the game and scores 15 in a row for the Grizz like he did, I think it was against Idaho State. It was Jonah Radabaugh that made those plays last night. Bridget scored 26 points, but I wouldn't say that any, any of the particularly of the buckets were that timely yeah. compared to Radabaugh. Pridget had a bucket in the lane to cut the lead to two. Radabaugh answered with a finish in traffic. I think it was Timmy Foles hit his one bucket of the second half to 
to give the Grizz their one and only lead of the entire game? They had two. One was no, actually, like it, was, it, was it was Pridget. It was Pridget. This was actually the best, I thought, scene of the game in terms of Radabaugh's ability to respond. Radabaugh was guarding Pridget. Pridget lowered his shoulder and knocked Radabaugh over. Yep. We saw six charges called in the first half, including four on Northern Colorado. Saeed Pridget sat out the last 7.58 of the first half. Jonah Radabaugh sat out the first, the last 9.21 of the first half because they each got called for a pair of charges. So the refs were quick to call the charge in the first half, but in the second half... They didn't. Radabaugh tries to draw the charge. He gets no call. He gets up. He, he gets after the ref a little bit, but then he, he puts it in the rear view, takes the ball up the court, drills a three, gives Northern Colorado the lead right back. They never relinquish it. Yeah. After that three, they go on a 10-2 run. Then Montana... Answers, they cut it to three. What happens again? Jonah Radabaugh, three-pointer. And then the third one, when he had the kick to Trent Harris, that was the dagger when Trent when Trent Harris hit the three. So Radabaugh, not only did he have a great stat line, but each and every one of his plays in the second half was at an absolutely key moment that just gut-punched Montana. Well, along those very lines, here's Travis DeCure. He was asked about the made threes by Northern Colorado, and if that's and if that was the difference, here's what he had to say. I mean, if they only make five, you, you figure, you know what, we, we, we should win. Uh, you get 15-8 and eight out of DJ, you're thinking we score in the 70s, they probably scored in the 60s because they only made five threes. The reality is, is their big showed up. Uh, they shot an extremely high percentage in, at, in, around the rim, which they've been doing a lot lately. And then their timely threes. You know, if they only made five, I think four of them all came in key moments. Hume being left open up top, the skip pass, push it to seven, that broke our back, and then Radabaugh's two step backs off the switch. Coulter, you have a business, and your business is based in the World Wide Web. Indeed I do, so I'm on my computer all the time. And if you're not online, you're not making money, and it is important to make sure that you're online and secure. Am I right? Absolutely. Got to be cyber safe this day and age. Well, for you business owners out there, whether you have an online business or a brick-and-mortar business, it's still running through the web. We all know that's a fact. And in today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, they deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to the endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across the state of Montana. They do. They're keeping everybody cyber-secure and ensuring that businesses run the way that they need to across the state. So ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com slash business. That's goblackfoot.com slash business. And you can click the link right here in the old podcast. We've made it so very easy for you. Go visit and find out how to keep your business or the business of people you know secure online with Blackfoot. Exactly like you said. I mean, the two step backs off the switch and that skip pass, which was a skip pass from Jonah Radabaugh, who had five assists in this game to go with six rebounds and his 21 points. And also as a team, uh, the uh, Northern Colorado was 57, uh, 56% from the field in total. The Grizzlies 47%. Not bad, but they're, you know it's a 9% deficit in terms of, of, of uh, your, your percentage. But also, they only made uh, UNC five three-pointers, but they were five of 13, so it's still a high percentage. The Grizzlies, one of 12, one made three-pointer in this basketball game. In Montana, it's not a team that makes a lot of threes. That's okay, but to... To only make one on 12 attempts, you know, you get a couple more down in some key moments. I mean, Jared Samuelson, I think, had a three to take the lead that 
bounced two or three times on the inside of the cylinder before it finally went out. And there was a couple of those for the Grizzlies last night by and large. But again, Saeed Pridget, he had 26. Derek Carter-Hollinger, a very nice game. Six of 11 from the floor. He had 13 and the one made three for the Grizzlies. And after that, nobody in double digits. Jared Samuelson, eight. Timmy Falls, six. And as we mentioned, Kendall Manuel, one of seven last night. Oh, of three from beyond the arc and just never got it going offensively uh, for the Grizzlies. So Eddie, Montana Falls, they are now, uh, as we've said, 14-4, and four, tied with Northern Colorado, but Northern Colorado having the tiebreak. But at the end of the day, it's Eastern Washington's shooting match here uh, tomorrow. They will be playing uh, for a regular season championship, and the Grizzlies now fall from first to third. How consequential is that in the grand scheme of things when you talk about the tournament? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, maybe some, maybe none. Who knows? At some point, you're just going to always have to play whoever it is you play. But you don't. Because sometimes somebody will knock somebody else out for you. That's right. The part of this, the, here's the thing though. This year, the only matchup that's a quote unquote, uh, there's two good matchups for the teams that got buys. Now we we know the all five teams that got buys, right? It's just a matter of who finishes fourth and fifth between Montana State and Portland State. But we have all five teams that have buys. It's Montana, yep. Eastern Washington, Northern Colorado, Montana State, Portland State. But the Montana State is. Um, Montana has an advantage in that matchup, certainly. Montana has a, a lot of advantages against Eastern Washington. But the worst matchups in the league for Montana are Northern Colorado and Portland State. And so they're going to, if they were the one, okay, they play Portland State first, let's say. If they're the two or the three, then they're going to play Northern Colorado well, in yeah, the semis. And, and not first, in, in well, the semis. In the semis, yeah, right. If, they're, if right. They're, both teams would make it, right. So... I don't know. I think, it, to your point, you're going to have to play everybody. Uh, the game within the game it was great. Last two, night. two different, two different th- points. For yeah. Three, three different points actually. Here, first of all, Travis Secure mentioned this. Northern Colorado was bailing to get back to not let Montana to get in a transition. So even yeah. on a missed shot, UNC was already back. So no Montana couldn't boards. run and yeah. gun at all. They did not try to crash the offensive glass at all. Shot goes up. Everybody's sprinting back. So there was no transition for Montana at all. That kills you because that really hinders what Timmy Falls is as a player. Kendall Manuel, even though you don't think of him as like a lane-filling type of guy, he gets so many of his shots in transition because he'll fill the lane, and then you give it to him, and he can just go work his way, get that mid-range shot. So no transition really hurt Montana. I thought that the game within the game between Side Pridget and Jonah Radabaugh, I thought both guys could sense the moment, both in terms of the impact for their team, but also in terms of the impact for their individual potential accolades. I thought these two guys were the front runners for MVP coming into the game. I think they're still the front runners coming out of the game. I thought Saeed Pridget had a slight lead on Jonah Radabaugh for Big Sam MVP going into the game. I think Jonah Radabaugh has a slight lead on Saeed Pridget for the MVP coming out of the game. And the last point I think that's worth making, and you and I have argued about this a lot, there's a variety of ways to guard the Grizzlies. I think that sometimes stat lines can be deceiving. Side Bridget's 26 points. I think it was like his third or fourth highest total in points mm-hmm. during conference play this season. But how many assists did he have? I think he had two. Two, two assists. 23 Between shots. 20 and 24 points and five to eight assists for Side Bridget, yeah. the Grizzlies are going to win 90% of those games. More than 24 points for Side Pridget is going to mean more shots. And this is what you and I have argued about a lot. Side Pridget is a phenomenal scorer. But I can't think of any other elite scorer in the league over the last 10 years where 
they make all their they score all their points on two point field goal makes no free throws no three pointers just twos. Jared Carding, for example, if he makes twelve free throws in a game or twelve field goals in a game, excuse me, he's dropping forty. Right. The two times I ever saw Tyler Hall make twelve field goals in a game, he dropped thirty nine and forty two. Bridget made twelve field goals last night and scored twenty six. It's a great efficiency, but what I'm saying is when you just plod your way in and get a two in the half court and the other team answers with a three, it puts you behind the eight ball, even if you are keeping pace, even if you're a tremendous individual scorer. So what I'm saying is you cannot take away from what Saeed Pridget does and how much he shoulders for the Grizzlies. But if I was a coach, the way I would choose to guard Montana, let's say I would say guard Saeed Pridget one-on-one and don't let anybody else do it. Because it's Kendall Manuel and Timmy Falls and Josh Vasquez that are going to beat you. Bridget's getting between 20 and 25 every night. Yeah, It's when Manuel scores two that the Grizz get beat. The other thing, too, though, is for, for Saeed Bridget, and we'll hear from him in just a moment, but he, he had 12 made field goals, which is great. He did it on 23 shots. For anybody else, I mean, 12-23 for 26 points is, is like 55% field goal percentage right. from the floor, right. which is really, really good. Mm-hmm. Except for Saeed Pridget is like a 70% guy very he, often. He was last year. He's shooting 51% okay. play this year. But, but he, still, I know what you're... I, I understand. You know, when, when you're talking... And he's shot more threes this year than he has before. It's yep. still not a lot, but a few. But when you talk about what he does in the paint, and I thought they did a really nice job. I think, First of all, I thought the bigs... Uh, Jocko or Jokic for for Northern Colorado, mm-hmm. who's a giant six nine Canadian who's in there filling it up, mm-hmm. and and then the help by Bodie Hume as well forced a lot of uh, uh, a lot of not unco- a lot of uncomfortable shots, some of which still fell for Montana, but some of which did not. And I thought they right. did a nice job in that capacity. But in general, I you know I think you're right. In this case, I don't think it was the threes for twos. I mean, they only made five. In this case, though, right. it is still it, it's it's not just that Northern Colorado what Northern Colorado made though. Side Pridget winds his way into the paint, mm-hmm. and when he gets you and then takes it off the glass, great. But he's at his best when he gets you and takes it off the glass, and then the next time he gets you and then kicks it to the corner. Right. Montana kills people when everybody collapses, and Josh Vasquez goes three for three, and Timmy Falls goes two for two. It's just like what they did to the Cats in Missoula. That's the dream offensive execution where Pridget still gets his twenty four points. But he's also doling out assists, but not just assists. Assists that lead to threes. That's right. That's exactly right. But also then in this case, the team went 1 of 12. Bridget himself went 0 of 2. Jared Samuelson 0 of 2. Kendall Manuel 0 of 3. I mean, and and this to me is more about an excellent defensive performance and probably doing what you're talking about is, is we are going to maintain our distance on the perimeter so that we can get out there on a kickout. Right, and we're gonna risk it. It's not. It's not a true. It's not a true stand up and guard him one on one. There's help defense certainly on the bit. interior, but you have to maintain touch with whoever right. your perimeter guy is and get out there, get a hand up and 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 harass it. In the case of Kendall Manuel, I mean, don't even let him catch the ball. Uh, that that's it. That's what next level coaching is, though. Is it, Jordan Radabaugh's the best defensive player in the league. He still can't stop Saeed Pridget. That's right. Because you can't stop Saeed Pridget. So then you don't try as hard. You're going to try to stop everybody. Certainly slow them down, no doubt. But what I'm saying is it really is possible to not let Kendall Manuel catch the ball. 
It really is possible to make Timmy Falls force every shot that he takes. It really is possible to not let Josh Vasquez shoot the ball. Those are those are real attainable goals. So that's what you write on the board. You say, okay, we're going to work our hardest on Pridget, make him work for his points, but we are not going to let anybody else beat us. And I think that's the thing that the Montana has to worry about going to the tournament because the blueprint is set now. No, this is it what is, everybody it, is going to try is, to do. But let's be that's the key word, try. Because well, and, Jeff and, Linder and, has, and, deserves a ton of credit, but he's also got the horses defensively to do it. It's true, and also when we talk about the top teams, I do think that Montana State, even though they don't have the same level of talent in Northern Colorado, they are flexible enough mm-hmm. that they could try to replicate this. Portland State and Eastern Washington play systems. They're not trying to replicate anything. Right. They only do what they do, period. Like Portland State's not going to go out of their three-quarter court trap to go play this deny on the perimeter get back defense like Northern Colorado did. They don't they can't do it. They've been practicing this same way for three years under Barrett Peary. Right. You're not just gonna tear it all down. So that's actually a really good point. Some teams might try to replicate it. You know, NAU. Honestly, Northern Colorado actually stole a little bit of this from NAU. The the get the send four guys back and, and slow down the game. That's how NAU got loose against Montana as well. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see, though, because this tournament, to me, you're going to have to win three games in three days if you want to win it. Yeah. And it's going to all come down to matchups. Saeed Pridget passed Michael Ogine, all-time scoring for the University of Montana last night. Despite the loss, he was asked about what it's like to have uh, passed that very notable benchmark. Uh, it's crazy just to know that us three was all on the same team at one point. So just knowing that I'm up there on that with that caliber of players is amazing. It would have been a lot better off a, off a, off a W, but it's all right. I, I'm happy for what I'm doing, and they're happy for me as well. They are encouraging me. The game within the game, you and Jonah, two of the best players in the league, maybe the two best players in the league. But how fun is it to play in that game when you know you're going heads up with a guy like that? It's great. It's kind of like you want to make a statement, but don't want to do too much to get your team out of whack. So just making sure you keep the intensity, but don't do too much. And just knowing that your coaches that the coaches and your teammates would, would you believe in you. You know, and, and again, I thought Saeed Pridget came to absolutely play last night, and I thought, he, I thought he played really well, actually, in a lot of different ways. But also, it was clear that he was going to go toe-to-toe with Jonah Radabaugh. And if you, talk, if you talk about just that individual matchup, I understand what you're saying about the passes and the right. timeliness of the scoring, and right. obviously his team won, so Jonah Radabaugh gets that. But if you talk about... Jonah Radabaugh is the number one defender in the Big Sky Conference. Right. And Saeed Pridget, when it's one-on-one, does whatever he wants. He well, just right. does. He's that, bigger. He's stronger. He's better offensively. That's elite basketball in a nutshell, though. Right? That's right. The, the best scorers in the world, are you can't defend them. I mean, there's a point in Kobe Bryant's career where the, he was missing shots because Kobe missed that's the shot. Right. It has nothing to do with you. I mean, I'm not saying Saeed Pridget is Kobe Bryant, but you know what I'm saying. But like, I guess I, better if, offense beats elite defense all the time. I guess what I'm saying is the high level, if you're talking about just the true high level nuances of the game, there's a variety of different ways to go 12 of 23 and score 26 points. Did you let the game come to you or did you force the game? And I thought Saeed Pridget was on the side of forcing it a little bit more than letting the game come to him last night. We just, I, we, it's so interesting because when you look at him, we have sample sizes of so many games where he's had almost identical stat lines and mm-hmm. scored almost identical amounts of points. But what how are the points coming? See, I, I maybe a little bit. I, if you're going to tell me that he forced it, I'm just going to tell you that he was he was prepared to be the man last night right. because of the matchup that it was. And so maybe it's a semantic argument. But also, you made the very point. 
in in a lot of ways, the defensive game plan was to let Saeed do what he did. Right. And so it's not as if he was just going one on three and taking bad shots. He was taking shots that were good shots by and large. He had room to operate in the lane and did so. The question is, is there something that he could have done to create more on the exterior for his team? And I don't know that there there was or wasn't. But again, this to me is more credit to Northern Colorado than blame to the Montana Grizzlies. We spoke with Jonah Radabaugh after the game. You asked him, what is your mindset coming in? Because they played very well here we're in scared. Missoula. They weren't scared. And they also, they've won now two in a row. Jonah Radabaugh was outstanding last night. Again, here's what he said. Um, we kind of we kind of just came in with that same mindset we have every game. Like we know these guys are really good. We can't let our guard down, and we're only good when we're on edge. So we came in on edge, expecting, you know, come out here and do what we do. So that was really the mindset: is just come in here, play our game, and we know it'll happen. Is it easy? Is it easier to be on edge when you're playing in front of a hostile crowd? Because you guys have played yeah. well here three times in a row. Yeah, it's definitely easier to be on edge when you're at a place like this. There's tons of fans. They're yelling at you and a really good team like Montana. So we know what to expect. We know they're a really good team. So we stayed on edge just preparing for this game and it worked out in our favor. It certainly did. And uh, they now have uh, a, a look. If you, you know, if they win and Eastern loses, they're the uh, regular season champions, Northern Colorado. And uh, to me, I mean, it's easy for me to say when I've watched Montana beat Eastern twice and watched them lose to Northern Colorado twice to say that Northern Colorado is the best team I've seen, uh, you know, outside of Montana one way or another. But against Montana, they have been the best, period. And so uh, it's it'll, it'll be an interesting race here, especially for that MVP a conversation, which we'll have in the next hour. We'll take a quick break. On the other side, we'll get you updated on all the divisional tournaments, where we're standing right now, what teams are doing what in state basketball playoffs with the state tournament itself coming up next week. You know, guests, the Wingate by Wyndham is the Missoula Hotel that truly offers something for everybody. No doubt. It's conveniently located near the airport, easy for when your friends come to visit you. And you know, of course, my favorite, water slides. That's right. they got an awesome water park with a sweet water slide that's perfect for families, groups, and birthday parties. With the Wingate, they also have a terrific business travel rate, large meeting spaces for you and your clients, and one of the best rewards programs you'll find anywhere. Talk to me about breakfast. They're not messing around with the Continental. They got the full breakfast spread, man. That's what I'm talking about. I need that. They got you covered there as well. Just down the road from the Missoula Airport, the location is quiet and convenient. The parking is ample and free, and the staff genuinely cares about taking care of their guests. The Wingate is at 5252 Airway Boulevard. You can also call. Very simple, easily memorizable number, 541-8000. That's 541-8000. The best hotel at the best spot for a hotel near the airport. Let the Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula make you feel at home, even when you're not. The bottom is going to fall out of this thing. They're going to finish eighth. They're maybe one and done at the tournament. It's just like, it just is so sad. And if they don't just go ahead and beat a good NAU team at NAU, and then a game to clinch it against a very talented Southern Utah team and get it done, tip of the cap to Harold Frey. First and foremost, and Danny Sprinkle and the rest of that team for getting it done. And what, lo and behold, you know, here they are, and they are getting a buy at Boise. They will not be playing until Wednesday. So a huge win for Montana State. And to turn the ship like that, very impressive. I know I've been teasing the SkylineSportsMT.com series we got coming out, but for all the people in Montana, which is all the people out there, hello, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Um, Sunday, we're going to have our our main Montana-centric features. Mm. So we'll have features on site. Pridget, Kendall Manuel, Harold Frey, and Fallon Frigi. Four outstanding student athletes. Yep. I talked to Harold Frey for about 30 minutes on Monday. 
and as always, an exceptional interview. I can't believe that the kid can give the best interview in the league when it's not even his first language. Right. It's amazing. But like he said, he said, honestly, man, I didn't come across the globe to not go down swinging. And that's what they're doing right yeah. now. Yeah, and it's, it's interesting because it tests what our – we talk about what makes a coach of the year, what makes an MVP – and a lot of times it goes to the coach of the best team and the best player on the best team. I think that's a, a, a great way to do it. In a lot of ways, that's the right way to do it. But I don't know how you can't say that Danny Sprinkle's not one of the, the leaders for coach of the year. I mean, his team has been dead on the side of the road like six times this year. <laughs> and then they go and win them multiple games in a row and they yeah. got a bye. Yeah. I mean, they never got a bye with Tyler Hall. And, yeah. they, just, and they got a bye. So it, it's amazing. It's time for a prep extra segment. It's brought to us by Farmers State Bank. Farmers State Bank is giving away 10 $10,000 scholarships to seniors across Western Montana. Go to FarmersEbank.com to find out how you can apply. The deadline is March 15th, so you just got a little over a week left. So go to FarmersEbank and, and, and check that out and uh, get involved. Coulter, divisional matchups, divisional tournaments at the high school level ongoing as we speak. Where do we stand right now? Well, it's all in Missoula right now if you're talking about AA, uh, the Western AA. Both the guys and girls are in Missoula, so... Right now, if you need something to do tonight, a couple really good girls games coming up, okay. including Missoula Sentinel versus Missoula Hellgate in the Class AA Western Divisional semifinals. Yep. That's a 7.30 tip. That will come on the heels of Helena Capital versus Kalispell Glacier. I expect Capital will probably handle that thing pretty easily, but the, the crosstown between Sentinel and Hellgate is fascinating, right? Because both these teams, I think, are... State tournament worthy teams. Yeah. But the loser is going to then have to fight their way back and still, you know, is going to have an outside chance of even making it. So that's a huge game between the Spartans and the Knights, two teams that have been ranked in and out of the top five all year long. On the boys' side, Zula Hellgate and Kalispell Glacier tipped at three. I'll find a final for you. This they, We don't have a final in this bracket I'm currently looking at, but that one has to be over by now. Coming and close. then Zula Sentinel and Helena Capital is ongoing as we speak. So we'll give you updates a little bit later on. But how about the Big Sky Screaming Eagles? Enter the Western AA with one win. One dub. And they lost in the first round, but they beat Helena High to end Helena High's season. And get you get you get one more game. Get one man. more game. Absolutely. You know? I mean, I don't know, man. I think that the open enrollment thing in Missoula has killed Big Sky more than anything. And I really do think it's actually something we we should have a more extrapolated discussion about because yeah. I don't know. It's it's just not good for anybody to have a team in a double-A town that just literally can't win games. But yeah. good for Big Sky because they beat Sentinel last week, and now they won a game in the tournament. So a Get little salvation for an otherwise disappointing season. But uh, it'll be fun to watch this double-A tournament play out in Missoula. And if you need something to do, go to that Sentinel-Hellgate game tonight. That'll be a fun game. Absolutely. Uh, on the eastern side of the state, double-A, Billings West had the bye. Bozeman beat Billings Senior 65-56 yesterday. Those two teams are playing right now. That that one tipped off just about an hour ago. So it's coming close. Uh, and we'll, uh, again, try and get you updated scores as we're able. Billings Skyview plays Great Falls tonight. Skyview beat Belgrade 59-32 and Great Falls uh, high beat CMR 56 21 21 points in the whole game nice. is not not great uh anyway so a shot th- clock 
those two teams uh, or th- those two games to go to uh, the championship, which is tomorrow again in the boys eastern side on the girls uh, eastern side of the double A. It is Billings West again who had the by both West schools uh, outstanding. They will play uh, Billings Senior at five o'clock. They're tipping off here in just about twenty minutes as Billings Senior beat Great Falls twenty eight twenty yesterday, and then Great Falls CMR and Bozeman the nightcap tonight in Billings for the uh, other girls semifinal to double A level. One more piece of high school news, which is pertinent to folks listening in Missoula, and I guess around the state as well. Lady Grizz commit Kendall Keller, who's a senior at Haver High School. She is the Montana Girls Gatorade Player of the Year for this year. Okay. So that's outstanding. And another Gatorade Player of the Year joining Montana. This is actually interesting. This is one of the untold stories of what Trisha Bidford has done at Montana State. She has had a lot of outstanding Montana girls on her roster before, but right now she has one, Cole Badbear. That's it. Mm. Most of Montana State's girls are Midwestern girls. They're, they have this connection from the Minnesota Fury, a club team in Minneapolis, so they have a whole bunch of girls from North Dakota and Minneapolis, only one Montana girl. Mm. So actually right now, when you look them down Montana's roster, you have all the most recent Gatorade players of the year, whether it's Taylor Goligoski or Sophia Stiles, who was a two-time winner, or Jamie, Jamie Pickens, Pickens. Yep. and now Kendall Keller. So uh, have her blue ponies. Inside track to the Class A title again this year. They are a powerhouse right now. I mean, they've been rolling through Class A for several years now. But Kendall Keller, great senior year, 18.7 points, 4.3 rebounds, 2.5 steals, and the Gatorade Player of the Year. It's and Nuwana's. It is the prep extra segment. It's brought to us by Farmers State Bank. You can go online, farmersebank.com. $10,000 scholarships. Farmers State Bank has been giving away scholarships to graduating senior high school seniors for 20 years to date. They've given over $1.2 million in scholarships, and they're doing another $100,000 this year. So go to farmersebank.com to find out more. Again, March 15th, the deadline on that. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. The chicken doesn't know sports. Hey, it's Friday, people. Can we have a little bit of fun around here? Let's do it. We'll do it right after this. Coulter, you have a business, and your business is based in the World Wide Web. Indeed, I do. So I'm on my computer all the time. And if you're not online, you're not making money, and it is important to make sure that you're online and secure. Am I right? Absolutely. Got to be cyber safe this day and age. Well, for you business owners out there, whether you have an online business or a brick-and-mortar business, it's still running through the web. We all know that's a fact. And in today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, they deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to the endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across the state of Montana. They do. They're keeping everybody cyber-secure and ensuring that businesses run the way that they need to across the state. So ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com slash business. That's goblackfoot.com slash business. And you can click the link right here in the old podcast. We've made it so very easy for you. Go visit and find out how to keep your business or the business of people you know secure online with Blackfoot. It's Friday. I'm going to Boston tomorrow, uh, so I'm phoning it in to Dave, but thank God, because we got Carolyn, who never phones it in, the chick who doesn't know sports, right here, brought to us by the Iron Grizz. Hi, Carolyn. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be 60 degrees today. Is that right? Yeah. Well. You're getting a weather report today, too. You're welcome. Man, two for one. Mm -hmm. Uh, Carolyn? Joins us every single Friday, tells us all the things that we don't know, and, and occasionally some things that we did know yeah, about, <laughs> about sports. Go ahead, Carolyn. The floor is yours. 
Well, you know my feelings about athletes that graduate college and go into their professional sports and then blow all their money. Yeah. I watched the documentary broke again the other night, and I almost want to buy you an ESPN Plus subscription just so that you can watch it. Um, you will be livid. Okay. I'm going to write this down right now. I mean, these guys, these guys, Andre Risen running guys are... up to the owner's office screaming, Where's the rest of my money? What do you mean, taxes? <laughs> Ricky Henderson framing a $1 million check and never cashing it. What? And Where's then the, the Yankees like calling him being like, so, Ricky, uh, this check hasn't cleared. What's the deal? He's like, oh, I didn't know I was supposed to cash it. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, can't you Venmo me that money? One of the dudes spent, I'm serious, more money than our three cumulative salaries on shoes. Yes. On shoes in one shopping spree. Well, I uh, discovered Dwayne Has- Haskins yes. from the Redskins. Yes. He's his first year NFL quarterback. Quarterback. Uh-huh. And he talks, he did a little video on how he spent his first million dollars. Spent his first million? Okay, let's go. Well, first and foremost, he He's hi- only on a rookie contract, so there's only a couple, I mean, yeah, but he, only a couple million dollars No, 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 but, 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 but. He got endorsement? Oh, God. I mean, he's the quarterback of the Washington Redskins first round pick for well, sure. Right. He doesn't have any national endorsement deals, No, though. but. Well, let me tell you, he's adorable. He bought his mama house. He did buy his mama house. Yeah, but that's first, a good one. You know what the first thing he did? He hired a financial advisor. Hey. He said, put away 75% of your money and you can have the rest to play with. Okay, but here's the thing. they All these guys hire financial advisors. I, issue, oh, I don't know about that. The issue is that most of them hire their cousin. Well, I think. <laughs> or he, their neighbor I or their buddy. I just realized that he said 75% put away and 35 spent, and that does not equal 100, but that's not, that's beside the point. Okay. It's like so. Larry Kristoviak said on Greer's Greats, the coaching tree, he said, I moved back to Missoula, I thought I was going to go into financial advising or real estate, and then I had this stark realization, why the hell would my friends want to give me my, their money or let me buy them a house? Fair. <laughs> Completely. That's fair. That's exactly what he said, too. Well, okay, so he did buy his mom a house for $750,000. He says that does not count as his first million, so, because that was not on him. Oh. He did buy a a Bentley, $250,000. Okay, all right. Um, Vacation. He's taking his first vacation this summer in the Bahamas, $10,000. All right, that's Jewelry and watches. Guess how much he spent on jewelry and watches? Uh, I'd say upwards of 150 grand. 70. Uh, that still blows my mind. Clothes, forty thousand dollars. Sort of like me. I mean, I understand that. Oh yeah, those pants today mm-hmm. were forty grand, right? Forty thousand dollars. Imagine how they many make clothes look- you could get for forty thousand dollars. Yeah, three suits. <laughs> I, I mean, right. three suits. Navy. I mean, it just depends Jeez. what you're trying to buy. You know, ridiculous. Okay, you guys know about this rookie dinner? Yeah, where the rookies have to take the veterans yeah. out to dinner. So the yeah. rookies have to take them out, and he said he'd do it again because these are the linemen that. Keep him safe, blah, blah, yeah. blah. $10,000 on the rookie dinner. Yeah. Nice. Some, some nice bottles at that table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He said uh, the best. He goes, we're not going to Applebee's. No offense to Applebee's, everybody. <laughs> the best part about this was Vince Young, who was one to, did he win the Heisman? I don't know if Vince uh, Young no, was I, a Reggie one-time. Bush won the Heisman. Right. Well, Vince Young, one-time outstanding college quarterback, played for Tennessee Titans for a moment in time. He was spending something like, Twenty five thousand dollars a month at the Cheesecake Factory. Oh my god! 
He had like an open tab for anybody that knew him to go there at all times. That's ridiculous. Vince Young used to, he used to buy every plane ticket on a plane and then fly on it by himself so that he wouldn't have to fly with anyone else. I mean, wouldn't you just get a private plane at that point? You'd think. Okay. You'd think. See, this Um, is why I need to be hired again. Yeah, I don't know. I've thought about this, you know, like at the point that you have a windfall, you win the lottery, you do something like that or whatever. Sure. And then you feel like a certain sense of, like, here's the deal. You got X million of dollars and somebody's like, you know, a thousand bucks would really help me out. And like, of course, you're going to do it because they're your friend or whatever. Right. But then when everybody does that, then it like, then all of a sudden... Well, it's just, you know, and and how to sit there and, like, look at people and go, well, you know what? I can't do it. Right. Is an awkward position well, for a, everybody a, to be in. And so, you know, I don't I don't uh, envy the uh, the trying to figure it out. Now, 70 grand in jewelry, you know? I, think I don't know. Oh, it's, like, it's like Under Horizon and Leon Cersei both said in that broke documentary. They, I mean, Under Horizon was like, what people don't understand is that it's not just that everybody want, comes up to you and asks you for some money, but you're the first person that you ever knew that made it. Yeah. Like, we're on the like, dude, I'm from the straight ghetto. Like, I, don't, that, I was never surrounded by anybody that could even, like, pay their rent. And so I'm, I feel obligated to help these yeah. people. That part yeah. is sad. I want to know, here's another other thing that's so striking about some of this mismanagement of financing. If he bought his mom a house, 750 grand. And he bought a Bentley, two hundred fifty grand. I some of the, so many of these guys, they don't just buy it in cash, right? They set up payment plans like the rest of us, right? But then that's so silly because then when you have seven mortgages and ten car payments, you're living paycheck to paycheck, even though your paychecks are like half a million dollars. What a thing! He did say, "Don't." That was a dumb purchase. Don't buy a new car like that. You know, he went on and on. So, I mean, I think he learned a lesson there. Well, but. good. Uh, um, he also spent, gave 60 grand to loved ones. Okay. $450,000 in taxes. Yeah. And he did say that, and I didn't know this, that if you pay, wherever you play, whatever city you're playing in, you have to pay that state's taxes. That's right. That's one of the things that the guys really get upside down on is that no one teaches them that. So then all of a sudden they get... They just yeah. have bad taxes in six yeah. different when states because when you're in the NFL, you play all over the country. The between playing in California and Texas is like a million dollars. That's what he said. On a, on a major, well, well a million, but, you know, but you know. Yeah, I mean, that's insane. I, I had no idea. I just assumed they had to pay taxes like the rest of us. Nope, they're working in a state. They pay taxes right. in That's the crazy. State. Yeah, and the, the other thing, too, is that these guys, in the NFL, you only get paid during the season. So it's like Andre Ryzen said, like a teacher. the dudes who don't know how to manage their money, it don't matter how much money you got. You don't got no money. Yeah. And when the season's over, there's no more money. And it's like, whoa, what am I going to do from January through August? Yeah. It's just crazy that, that that's a reality. But also it's not because it's like the financial people on that doc say. It's just an analysis of humans. How many 20-year-olds do you know that you could give $15 million to that would be responsible with it i mean mostly none i think it's up to these professional sports teams to set these guys up for success Uh, it's just mama bear talking but i think it is okay what else you got carolyn all right well another nfl story new york jets defensive lineman quinnon williams was arrested Mm -hmm. last night Mm -hmm. he was 
Um, he had a Glock in his luggage at the airport. Man. They're saying it was a technical issue. Um, he did not store it's it. technically illegal. It's technically <laughs> illegal. Yes. It technically was not loaded, but they said, um, it was not stored lawfully and that's what, so basically I think he tried to bring a gun on board. Uh, was it a carry on? It was a carry on. So technically you're supposed to tell the, uh, people at the airport, I have a gun and this is a luggage, you know, you check it, you do the thing. I mean, what, what, what? I just don't understand. Yeah. I'm about to get on a flight tomorrow. I'm wondering how many ounces of liquid I can take with me. Well, I be probably more concerned about coronavirus. Gun. Yeah, I don't care. Okay. Our moms packed us hand wipes for Boise. We're okay. Aw, cute. Isn't that nice? Moms, Hope they're are, the, listening moms to this. are the best. Yes. Um, in other news, in other sports We're only like 40. It's fine. <laughs> hey, never stop momming. <laughs> it's just, that's yeah. my hashtag. I think yeah. Suzanne and Jenny are 100% on board with you. Yeah. Never stop momming. I'll never stop. Can't stop, won't stop. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> what a rip, Bukta. Oh, all right. It's are no you familiar with that. Joey Chestnut? The no. eater. The competitive eater. eater. Yes. Oh. Yes. So Is this, is this the Asian? This is the Asian no, guy. No, that's Kobayashi. So Joey oh, Chestnut... Yeah. <laughs> Joe Chestnut dominated Kobayashi so bad that Kobayashi, some people think, made up a s- sort of ailment that made him retire. Because Kobayashi was legendary, right? And yeah. Chestnut crushed him in right? the hot dog contest. Is, he, is this twice. one of those big guys or is he small? No, oh, he's, no, he's tiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like, it's like 160 pounds. The little guys are the crazy ones. All right. He has no, yeah, he's got no anything. It's like my it's brother Josh crazy. eats guess, me under the table. Guess how many Big Macs he ate in 38 minutes? Oh, man. I mean, in 38 minutes? A hundred. No. No. <laughs> Big Mac. No, dude. I mean, the dude ate like 70 hot dogs no. in like 20 yeah, minutes. think about that. You 70 got the hot bread, dogs. But you, you got to eat the, in the bun middle. in the hot yeah. dog, too. I know, but a how hot many, dog. How many Big Macs did he eat? 32. 15.36 pounds of Big Macs. See, I just want to know the physiology behind it because the, the level of fat and sodium in that Ugh. should make you like literally pass out, right? Well, your body has to process it. I mean, I... I right. I, it's so just there's sitting like, in there. Right, but there's like no, I think there's no vomiting rule. Yeah. You can't puke. Well, for sure, because then you're but just then, making room. Here's That's the right. thing. You can't puke like then, but then you take your check and you go back to your hotel room. And I got checking you. I got into the, uh, I got into competitive eating for a while. <laughs> not not <laughs> participating, mean? although I do think I could be pretty good at it. But <laughs> I could do it with donuts, but that's probably uh, it. Uh, of all the contests I've ever watched, I watched a spaghetti bolognese eating contest. <laughs> There's no comparison. These guys are eating pounds and pounds and pounds. I mean, I'm talking plates of spaghetti that are like as big as this desk. Did anyone barf? Did they barf? Oh, everybody like barfs besides the winner, pretty much. Uh, you know, I, I love to eat. Yes. Uh, I'm going to the taste tonight. And Ooh. I'm going to have myself Ooh, that's right. the all the things that I can have. Good. And I'm very excited about it. It's one of the great events. I look forward to it with my wife every single year. And on the, all the rest of the days, I look forward to eating on those days too. The eating competitively doesn't even feel appealing to me. Like there, Like there's nothing about it where I go... Yeah, that would be fun at first, even at first, and then it would go bad. No, it just looks all bad. It's so egregious. You got to watch the 30 for 30 on Joey Chestnut and Kobayashi. 
It shows their training regimens. You know, if Buckta, if you and I sat here and watched and listened to every podcast and documentary that Coulter threw our way, I mean, I just don't, I don't think it would even work You know anymore. what? When we get quarantined but that's the thing. I work days. way more than both of you guys. No, you, you could just, find time. No. I just don't have children. That's exactly just. Okay, but yes. you watch, <laughs> you watch hundreds of hours of football. Yeah, I do. And I do, I do work. watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Mm. So. And Sunset Ugh. Boulevard or whatever I the know, hell you're so show All fine time. The, tra- um, the training though, these guys, they, they drink gallons upon gallons of water and then eat giant buckets of salad first to like condition their stomach it's it's an art of it's an arch and art in stretching it's it's a science and it's really weird well it looks disgusting when they're doing the hot dogs and they're dipping them in water yeah because they're trying to get no i want to have a chicago dog i don't want to have a dipped in water because we're eating for pleasure not for money that's right do you have anything else carolyn we're one more okay scott Piercy from the PGA. Yes, yes. Um, he is in trouble. Whoa, what he did posted Scott do? some homophobic memes about Pete Buttigieg. I cannot say his name. The formerly yeah. presidential candidate. Yes. yes. Mm. Um, he has been dropped by a few sponsors, okay. and he claims he wasn't trying to offend anyone with his memes. Okay. I saw them. They were pretty rude. Okay. So I have not seen them. I didn't know any of this. I didn't know anything that's happened in the last. 12 hours. So thank you You're for welcome. doing this, letting us know not to carry a gun on an airplane Please and not don't. to post homophobic memes. Yeah, and don't eat 32 Big Macs and 38 minutes. Well, that is a guarantee. I'm, I'm disappointed about Quinn Williams out of all the things she just said. He's a stud. I'm disappointed too. That's a dumb choice. Well, I, but a, I, obviously, it's not. It's probably, I mean, it's the NFL, so it's probably not going to affect his playing whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, no, they're making a, up an excuse and it'll a, all be good. That, that's insane. I don't think he was doing it be a, like a terrorist on a plane. No, right, it but, but it's just, I, I don't know. Yeah, just don't be Everybody dumb. Everybody's trying to, trying to play this role of some sort. Well, you talk uh, about all the things that these guys spend money on. That's what you should spend money on. Somebody to carry your gun for you. Someone to yes. drive your car for you. Or just maybe Leave it at not home. a gun at all. Do you need I don't it? know. Do you need to take it? You're Quinn and Williams. What right. are they going to do to you? Exactly. <laughs> Carolyn, thank you. Thank you. As always, Chicken Doesn't Know Sports. Brought to us by the Iron Grizz every Wednesday night. The Iron Grizz wine tastings. Cool to tell the people about it and hook them up. $15 per head, but we got a pair of vouchers for you. So you and a friend, you and a girlfriend, you and a boyfriend, you and whoever you want to take, go to the Iron Grizz. You're going to get seven pours this upcoming week. They're featuring featuring Argentinian wines, Malbec and otherwise. I thought mm. all wines from Argentina were Malbecs, but apparently there's Argentina wines that are not Malbecs. Oh, as I'm well. going to that. And so there's a, a flight, and I'm sure it's going to be delicious. They have premier wines from around the world every single Wednesday. So go to the Iron Grizz, located next to the University of Montana Golf Course, 515 South Avenue. Great spot, no doubt about it. The golf course, man, it's going to be opening quick. Are you kidding me here? It's already like what? 100 degrees out? Is that what we agreed on today? Well, it's shorts weather. Feels like it. Anyway, yeah, get over there to the Younger Grizz. Go check it out. Hour one of the Bilks. Hour two, straight ahead. Let's get into some more basketball and also the head coach of the University of Montana football team, Bobby Houck. A four-year extension. What does it mean? What does it say? We'll break it all down for you right after this. Whether you're traveling to Missoula for business, a family visit, or to watch the Grizz game, the Wingate wants to be your home away from home. 
Call the Wingate to find out how we can take care of your next trip to Missoula. From conference rooms to great complimentary breakfast to an indoor water park, we have what you need and what you want when traveling. The Wingate of Missoula is a proud supporter of Grizzly and Lady Grizz Athletics, and we look forward to making you feel at home when you're not. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 